Hey, everyone. This is Jordan Reed. And Lindsay Reed. And we have a very special guest. And it is Brad Stewart, my brother, and Lindsay's brand new brother-in-law. Hi, Brad. Hi. <laughs> I'm <And> brand this, <laughs> new. Brand new to Spooky Spouses. Yeah. We, this, Lindsay and I are married. We hold hands. We kiss. <laughs> we also, you know, talk about like, what color do you want to paint the kitchen? And then we figure that out. But we also have a podcast and we talk about ghosts, spookies. Urban legends. Urban, le- you just said that. Cryptos, <laughs> Bigfoot's friend, Nick, and Stephen the ghost. I don't know who Stephen the ghost is, but okay. Okay, that's fine. So welcome to our early Christmas episode. Brad and Janet and their sweet little baby boy, Vigo, flew in from Oregon, from Portland, Oregon. And we decided to have them, or have Brad, Janet is sicky, but to have Brad join us on this week's podcast. So welcome, Brad. Brad is... My arms are still tired. From from flying. Oh, good. Dad joke. What a good dad joke. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So Brad is a new dad, and he makes a lot of brand new dad jokes. Yeah. That one is also brand new. Do you have any other good ones? (laughs) Uh, Dad jokes? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, like the Kleenex one. I think I knew this one from when you were younger. How How do you make a Kleenex dance? Teach it to dance. Uh, You put a little boogie (laughs) in it. What a good joke. Yes, I'm going to be here all week. (laughs) They think you will actually be here all week. Yeah, literally. Okay, great. Well, our moms are also in the room, but they're sitting farther away. Hi, guys. They're not talking. (laughs) They're They're just laughing. They're just looking at each other and giggling. (laughs) They just like to giggle. Yeah. So if this is your first time listening to the show, welcome aboard, buckaroo. We, Lindsay and I will both bring in topics that neither of us know about. So I don't we know have about not Lindsay's. discussed them together. Uh-uh. No way. Never. Because it's, so. that's rude. And I made sure they didn't discuss them. <laughs> yeah. Well, Brad has legal authority to make sure because Brad's a firefighter. Uh, and if he does find out or if he did find out that we did have some sort of corroboration, he will call his cop friends and arrest us. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's on. You got You will be in laces. Son. Oh, <laughs> good. <laughs> so, Lindsay, you went first last week. I'm going to go. Did, yeah. I'm going to go the first this week. Okay. Okay. So, I have another list. You always have lists. I know I do. It's your favorite. It's my favorite thing. But my list. So we we throw on we we throw around the term a lot. Cryptozoology. What yeah. even is it? No one even knows what that is. Do you know what it is? It's like mythical creatures, isn't it? Well, I was hoping you would say a fake definition. Oh, it's, Brad, do I you have know, no idea. Brad, you know what it is? Cryptozoology. What even in the heck? Well, cri- cryptic. So, I don't know. Having to do with like crypts and uh, yeah. zoos. <laughs> yeah. So, within zoos, not, not a lot of people know, but there is a lot of gang violence. And that's what we're talking about here today. Cryptozoology. No. <laughs> um, I'm just joking. Cryptozoology. Spooky animals, essentially. Talking in layman's terms, Bigfoot, Loch Ness Monster, those sorts of things. That's cryptozoology. Animals that are spooky, not animals that are scared. What? Spooked. (laughs) (laughs) Like animals in zoos are probably spooked. Probably spooked, yeah. Animals that don't exist, but we think they do. Spooky. Spooky to us. Yeah. 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 So I think Mothman also falls in the cryptozoological realm, sphere. The, The cryptosphere is what I call it. Uh, and my friends call it that too. You don't know them, Jacob and Gregian and Trannis. Gregian, um, <laughs> yeah, Gregian. The Gregian, Gregian is the fourth most common name in the U.S. It goes Jeffrey, Thomas, Mark, 
Gregian James. <laughs> uh, so, but one thing is I really didn't know when I was researching my topic what constitutes as like what is a cryptid. What, what's the cryptozoological protocol, I guess? Okay. Mothman is a cryptid because of he or she or it meets these certain criteria. But how do we even know what to do? I mean, what would, what would some of your guys' criteria be for categorizing a cryptid? In the press. Yeah, okay. I mean, if it's, if it's gotten, like, official press attention, then it's, now it's starting to, like, become a thing, probably. Yeah, right? I agree I with that. Know. I agree that with weird? that. What would some of your criteria be? What makes a cryptid a cryptid? I don't know. I thought you were talking about, like, categories. Like, furry cryptids. Oh. Cute ones. Mean, cute ones. Yeah. Well, this is more... Cute <laughs> cryptids. Cute cryptids. You hear a lot about steal. those. <laughs> Paul is, too tall. Paul too tall I don't is know not a cryptid. cryptid. So wh- when you, what do you mean when something is a cryptid? Like when it's being recognized? Like a I'm cryptid, confused a little a bit. A cryptid is a cryptozoological being. Okay. Or a creature. So do you, is it like time stamped? What is? What are you saying? Uh, no. What is that? What? Uh, I, like when it becomes <laughs> encrypted, what does that oh, mean? Is so, that like it becomes like part of the general knowledge? Yeah, basically. Okay. So, okay. well, I don't know if this is like, it's not necessarily a list, like a chronological mm. list of, you know, 1990 whatever is when this, what, spooky beast became a cryptid. Gotcha. It's just sort of like, uh, you're not, how do you know, like a true NASCAR fan? Oh, well, they obviously have a favorite car. They probably have a cool jacket, a replica jacket. <laughs> and they're, you know, and they're always, they're just living life to the fullest. Right. Eating, breathing, sleeping, NASCAR. Yeah. So yeah. there, there are certain criteria that make you a certain thing. Right. Okay. And these okay. are the criteria that make cryptids cryptids. Okay. Gotcha. So this is like a list to find out, like, are you a cryptid <laughs> yeah. or not? Like yeah. Loch Ness is googling. <laughs> yeah. If yeah. you're yeah. if you're home, please feel free to follow along. Maybe you're a cryptid and you don't even know it. Yeah. I can tell you this though: if half of your body is goat legs and the other half of you is human body, <laughs> you might be a, be a cryptid. Oh, that's like the Jeff Foxworthy thing. <laughs> If you only like to drink gasoline and you steal people's <laughs> children at night, you might be a cryptid. <laughs> okay. So there are there there's this whole category of classification created by author George M. Eberhardt. You guys, it's not really a household name, right? No. I was trying to find more information about George Eberhardt, but a lot of it is mostly just George Eberhardt is an author who's written books about cryptozoological stuff and cryptids. Mm-hmm. But he also has written books about library science. Cool. So, all right. He's yeah. a versatile dude. Uh, I did take a small little picky. He sounds lit, fam. He's a, he's kind of a crew fam lit boy. <laughs> um, but he um, he has some books. His, his first book of cryptozoological things, it's called Mysterious Creatures and blah, blah, blah. He talks about some cryptids that I had no idea about at all. The Lao the Kalinoro, the Sigau, the Glowing Mudskipper, which is the name of my fast... When, when I was playing baseball and I was a pitcher, I had my secret throw as my Glowing Mudskipper. Yeah. The Dobsenga. very hard to hit. <laughs> it's very hard to hit. It does glow. Yeah. Which that you would think, oh, that might be easy to hit. Yeah. But no. no. Not when it's skipping in the mud. Not when it's skipping in the yeah. mud. It's very... It, and it goes very fast. <laughs> the Dobsenga, <laughs> the Lindorm, the Dobharchu... The Mongolian death worm, which okay, <laughs> little one. There's the Mongolian death worm, and then one called the earth hounds, which are creepy. I didn't Ew. know grave burrowing, corpse eating creatures from rural Scotland. The earth hounds. Wow. Are they dogs? Because they yeah, say hounds. Yeah, more 
I, I want more dogs. descriptions okay. of those names. Well, a few of them at least. Well, yeah, which ones do you want? A couple. You want the Kalinoro? Do you want the no. glowing mudskipper? Yeah. A bioluminescent, a bioluminescent amphibious fish reported from Seram in Indonesia. But I would just think that I'm pretty sure that. But isn't there just bioluminescent fish? Yeah. So in that, general. Yeah, I mean it that, exists. Okay. So that's not an urban legend or a cryptid's out. It's just an animal. It's just an animal. <laughs> it's an animal that exists. Yeah. All right. Well, he just threw that one in there. Uh, what about this one? Because I don't know what this word means. The Dobharchu. Okay. Oh, a giant man-eating otter from Ireland. Ooh, Damn. scary. I know. <laughs> See, I I bet you there's a big otter out there somewhere that's maybe eaten a guy once. <laughs> you I know, bet you. and then at least uh, one time. You know, yeah. What do they say? You only eat a guy one time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. What I have here is the Eberhardt's classification list. Cryptozoologist George M. Eberhardt classifies 10 types of mystery animals under the cryptozoological umbrella. 10 types. Okay, now we're so getting there are the he, furries yes. and the fuzzies. Furries, fuzzies, and the cuties. flighties, the swimos, and the cuties. Cutie babies. Yeah, the adult, cutie babies. Yeah. Adults with goat arms. Yeah, Never adult baby syndrome ones. A, wait, what is that? ABS. <laughs> yes. So there are distribution anomalies. And those are reported animals, specifically animals, reported outside of their area of origin. Oh, okay. So seeing a really giant, like a big tiger in London, that's typically not commonplace. So okay. you're, you're safe to assume happens, that that animal might be a cryptid. Might have just got out of the zoo. Might have got out of the zoo, sure. But if the, li- but if the, if the tiger also has a lizard tail and a beak... Yeah. You know, I don't think they have those at the zoo. And is tossing glowing mud skippers at you. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like way spitting out of hot, your, yeah. spitting hot <laughs> spit mud, mud skipper fire. fire. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there are two undescribed, unusual, or outsized variations of known species. Giant anacondas, it says, spotted lions, animals that are quote-unquote, larger than life. Not necessarily in terms of how they live their lives. You know, I'd like to think that. You can live your life however you want to live your life. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. 2017. You live it how you want. Be you. Yeah, Rihanna said so. <laughs> yeah, see, and I was going to I was gonna make an example. Colloquially, who's living larger than life? I would say Bagro Riri. Rihanna. Riri. For, yeah, but for these are quite literally larger than life, larger than expected. Yeah. So, what? Well, there's Mothman, which is a combination, but a gigantic moth. Probably a cryptid. Right. You yeah. might be a cryptid. Right. Jeff, cryptworthy. <laughs> Survival of recently ex- extinct species. The ivory-billed woodpecker, presumed extinct in 1960. Tasmanian tiger, Stellar's sea cow, which I have never said those three words in succession. Um, <laughs> all of which are occasionally claimed to have survived their extinction, their alleged extinction. Gotcha. Loch Ness monster, I think, may may fall into that category. Yeah, right. I think I think Nessie is just a big old Nessie that's creature. Yeah, that like people are actually seeing, and it's like oh, it's just a humongous fish that just like didn't die. Yeah, and that Nessie. and that's really weird because everybody I know who's ever owned a fish, it seems like they have a five second lifespan. Oh, I'm buying an aquarium and I bought all these tropical fish. You talk to him like a day later. Oh, my fish died. Like, oh, okay. Catfish yeah. and koi and stuff can live like 200 plus. What That's about true. those? I mean, long time. What about? Long time. Long time. <laughs> what about what about those sturgeon that are in Oregon? Those There's monstrous ones. The ones oh. that are. Well, the, there was one at the Bonneville Dam that was like stolen. I mean, it was. Someone stole it? Was, it? Yeah. It was like freed. <laughs> it was like it disappeared one night and the note, it was like under the guise of like, we're freeing this fish, but. Who knows whatever became Jeez, of it? Man. 
But yeah, they're very, they're like dinosaur fish. I mean, they're really really old and and they don't have and scales. Can get huge. They have like they have skin, right? It's like they're not scaly. They're like leathery. I haven't uh, been up close with a live one. I pet one at the Chicago at the Chicago go Aquarium. fishing for one. But oh, you did mm-hmm. you pet one. Nice. They also got them sweet pet, sweet pet a dinosaur. Pet. I got to pet a dinosaur, <laughs> but they also I, got that sweet caviar. Right? Isn't it only sturgeon caviar supposed to be like super Gucci main? Oh. I don't know. I think it's right. Okay, number four. Survivals of species known only from the fossil record in modern times. So the Mokele Mbembe of Central Africa, sometimes described as a living dinosaur. But I would think, I mean, if it, wait, if it's alive, but their fossil records show that they're very, very, very older, that they've existed for a very long time. I guess it's kind of like a sturgeon. They've been around for a super long time, yeah. but they still exist. Wait, so a sturgeon is a cryptid? I don't know. Well, I okay. guess if you're going to categorize it as that, it would be it would make sense. Let's but... just let's just all collectively hive mind agree to plead ignorance on number four and move on to number five. Okay, moving. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Not accepting it. Oh, I like this first word, number five: lingerlings, or survivals Ooh. of species known from the fossil record much later into historical times than currently thought. Lingerlings. So something supposedly extinct, but that's managed to linger. Lings. Like the cranberry song, which is my new, which is my ringtone now, <laughs> uh, that seems to have survived its alleged extinction. Yeah, so that's fun. What's like it saying here? Woolly mammoth. Lingerling. Woolly mammoth, presumed extinct 12,000 BCE, but occasionally purported to have survived into later eras. Yeah, I saw one in Cleveland one time. Oh, when did you do that? It was I can't remember, but <laughs> I saw it. <laughs> It was you know, cold. Now that you mention really it, cold. now that you mention it, I promise I saw one today. I think that let it be known that was Brad's foot moving on the chair, <laughs> not a toot. It was not a toot. <laughs> Number six: animals not known from the fossil record, but related to known species: the Andean wolf or the striped manta ray. But I thought manta rays were. Well, but I guess it's striped. Are you sure yeah, he didn't write just a scientific types. book and, like, he just put cryptozoology on it? Because he's like, well, this will grab some people's attention, like Jordan Reed. You know, I wouldn't put it past him because, it, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it works, right? What what a good selling point. That, that'd be like if I if I wanted to write a book about something that I liked, but I'd be like, but also kale. He'd be like, oh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> People would get stoked. But really, it's just about, like, something what? else. Totally, yeah. If I wrote a book, it would about be... About shoes. It would be about either shoes... Jackets. Or jackets or hoodies or the dark crystal. Yeah. <laughs> but I would write, but also free kale coupon inside, go to whatever. Or, or farmer's currently market. mushrooms. You yeah. love. Not the Not that hallucinogenic, drug. not psilocybin mushrooms. I have a glass of wine, I go to bed. But <laughs> I'm really into lion's mane mushrooms, reishi mushrooms, taking a lot of vitamin D3. Lion's mane, Gucci mane. I'm Gucci taking lion's mane. mane. I'm taking Gucci mane mushrooms. <laughs> Number six. He takes them. Animals not known from the fossil. But I just said that one. Number seven. Animals not known from the fossil record, nor related to any known species. Bigfoot or sea serpents. Okay, I see the, that one. Now, the, yeah, now we're getting into the fun Yeah, yeah see, this is zone. this is where we get into silly zone. I believe in Bigfoot. Like, I'm you just really? throwing it out there. For I do real? just because it's fun to. Like, I, you know, it doesn't really add up that something's out there living, but I think... I don't know. It sounds it sounds like a good one to believe in. I've, I, I want to think there's enough wild area to where that could happen, but... I've talked know. to Linz about this a lot, and I've so I, I also listened to that that Tom DeLonge interview from Joe Rogan the the entire way through, and it's like there are certain things that yeah it doesn't really add up, but yeah. it's yeah. fun. To, it's just fun to believe about. Hey, can we all just have fun for a second? Yeah, it's fun to believe about. Yeah, I, mean, I, don't, I don't have fun and believe in the Yeti. Yeah. yeah, what? 
I don't believe in Bigfoot, but the thing that was fun about it is like people get together and they have something to do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but wait, when when you say people get together, you mean fifty year old dudes <laughs> <laughs> who've spent who've spent um, more than double what they paid for their Jeep Wrangler, and they put Jeep Wrangler <laughs> accessories specifically for Bigfoot. Gone squatching. Gone squatching. <laughs> if you can read this, I done got kicked off my four wheeler. Gone squatching. <laughs> Um, nothing like a good squatch. <laughs> nothing like a good squatch. Uh, number eight, mythical animals with zoological basis. The griffin uh, or like dinosaur adjacent sort of animals. Gotcha. Alligator, okay. shark, man. man. If I saw yeah. half shark, alligator, half man, yes. cool key. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I taught a lesson. This is is no rela- is, is not related to the podcast, but I, I had to teach an hour-long class on Cool Keith one time. That's so sweet. And I was really into it. I really got into Cool Keith for he's a little bit. He's very cool. Doc Ock. Yeah. Keith. Doc Ock, Cool Keith. He's what else? Still, he's still doing it. He was also he also put out this one album where it was like all about like fast food or something. It was all about like burgers and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. He had like <laughs> three different, three or four different personalities that he, Cool Keith, yes. Doc Ock. Uh, Black Elvis, I think, was one. Yes. And then Sniff, Sniffs, where it was all about being... Tissues. S- yeah, tissue wrap. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sniffs. Uh, one of those are made up. <laughs> one of those is made up. Can you guess which one of the four? Sniffs. It's not Sniffs. It's not Sniffs. Um, so there's the Griffin, dinosaurs. Man, if I saw a Griffin, I would be so stoked. That'd be pretty cool. Like, what a wacky, what a wacky animal. But yeah. you couldn't tell you, anybody. Yeah. No. Like, if you were by yourself and you saw that, no one would believe you. Would yeah. you, like, freeze or would you be just, like, really, really stoked? I mean... I think I'd freeze because of fear. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be impressive, right? It's impressive. It's scary. Will it eat me? Prob- I don't know. I mean, they have giant beaks. eat you. So, horse with wings and beak? What's going Is on it with horse? the griffin? Yeah. It's like horse or... Li- or it's like horse it like- and lion and eagle mouth... And snake a little bit. <laughs> Just a little of everything. Snake a little bit. <laughs> a little, I think I think the, 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 the whole snake part is just from its, like, attitude. See ya. His snake. sassy attitude. Snake. Snake dude. <laughs> Number nine. Seemingly paranormal or supernatural entities with some animal-like characteristics. Mothman, black dogs, vampires, or some types of Chupacabra. fairies. Chupacabra. Chupacabra. I think that has, yeah, like, supernatural with animal-like characteristics. Yeah, well, Chupacabra. I don't. What's the deal? Where's Chupacabra? Chupacabra. In here? Uh, it Last doesn't. One? No, n- number ten. It just says known hoaxes or probable misidentifications. The the jackalope and different taxidermy pranks that taxidermists like to play on each other. <laughs> Man, <laughs> love getting into a good taxidermy <laughs> prank spat. A taxidermy war. A real taxidermy tr- getting getting trolled by taxidermists. <laughs> is that going to be? Is there already a taxidermy reality show? Like there. Oh my has gosh! To be, right? No, what a there good idea. There was an idea. oddities store show, but I don't think there's a taxidermy. Like, come on, taxidermy no... like challenge. Oh, wouldn't that yeah. be cool? Like Combine. the cake challenge. But it's not. But it's like. The, the person who wins a certain challenge, you get to pick. You're, you're totally immune, right? So a la MasterChef. And you go up on the proverbial balcony. But then you get to pick <laughs> in the quote-unquote taxidermy kitchen. Yeah, but how disgusting. Just all these, no, how but disgusting listen, would that show be? Such... Like, I'm just draining its blood. Well, no. Here's <laughs> it's the thing. perfect. It's a family I have show. Such a good we need idea. to shed some light on that. <laughs> you walk back into the kitchen and you have probably not Gordon Ramsay. I don't know people who hunt a lot. Uh, but let's just say you have Jim, Jeff, and Leslie. Ted Nugent. And Ted Nugent. Yeah, and Ted's talking <laughs> about the Ted's, majestic pump station. Ted, Ted for sure is there. But then you you 
get to pick a series of anywhere from two to five different animals that people have to seamlessly combine into one animal to present at the oh. end of that challenge. That's oh. wacky. See what I'm saying? You got to come with the griffin. Yeah, yeah, come with the griffin. And you have to have like a story behind your creature that you create. Winner of the show gets a golden griffin. And also, uh, they 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 Real. keep they keep telling everyone that they're going to win five hundred thousand dollars. But at the very end of the or at like the very end of the season, they're like, actually, we can only kind of scrap about sixty five bucks. <laughs> so you get a you, you get a you get a faux golden griffin in about sixty five. Oh, sorry, sixty four thirty. Uh, that's all Ted Nugent in his pocket. Yes, straight cash. He's got a lot more than that in his pocket. Yes, I agree. So those are the 10 different, I guess, types of cryptids, cryptozoological creatures. Now it says, additionally, uh, George Eberhardt argues for six exclusions from classifications of cryptids. So any of these six, if you're sitting at home and you're playing along and you match any of these six criteria, you are not a cryptid. You're just a spooky creature. Okay. Okay, so... We have insignificance is number one, which is a little rude. Cryptids must be big, weird, dangerous, or significant to humans in some way. All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, well, I, yeah, you have to make them somewhat intimidating. Yeah. So I, I guess, wait, I don't know if, oh, I think this means that, what does this even mean? I think this means that, like... <laughs> I don't think you did your research very well. Well, I did. Because We're I going to pause the show. Jordan's going <laughs> to... Go going to go pick some. a new topic. Yeah, go do I'm going to come back. I'm just going to talk about work. orcas or something. No, I, like, I, I, I know what... Wouldn't I that be nice? Orcas. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> no, like, I, I know what this means. Orcas. Like, I have all my research here on my cellular phone, but it's so difficult to understand if he means that... Six exclusions. Yeah, so, like... Does he mean that people think, oh, that's not a significant enough creature to be called a cryptid? Or is Eberhard saying that a cryptid needs to be more significant to be considered a cryptid? I see. I don't understand. Cryptids must be big, weird, dangerous, or significant to humans in some way. Does that mean he believes that? Or does that mean that he doesn't believe that? He's arguing for six exclusions from classification. So he's saying these things count? Like, he's he's saying... So, yeah, he's saying they need to be big, weird, and dangerous. Yes, that's not yeah. excluded. Okay. He's saying that's, they need to be that. So or no, they're not. A, or they're not. Yeah. Yeah. So they don't regardless the of what you cryptus. feel in your heart, doesn't matter. It's on the outside. Wow, what a shallow thing. Yeah. Damn. Well, Moving on. Expect, though? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Son? seriously. Well, I guess people really don't think it. Like, we, we talked about it a little bit when we talked about the Mothman. Like, what if it's just, like, a really nice thing and soft and it's really cute? But we never really think about that. We're just like, oh, it's big and imposing. And, like, this ominous flying monster, just that alone. It's a very shallow sense of classification just based well, on... Well, they never really said that the Mothman was bad. They said it was a warning sign for the bridge collapsing and all yeah. these things happening. So they never really... Like, Mothman was never really a bad. He was just... There was just sightings of him. Yeah. Nothing bad ever happened to anyone. Yeah, I guess in the movie people died, but... But, but that's... But that's, but that's Hollywood, baby. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Death sells. Second exclusion. Lack of controversy. Someone needs to observe a mystery animal and someone else needs to discredit the sighting. Cryptozoologists function as interventionists between witnesses and skeptical scientists. Mm. What? Okay. okay, yeah, so he's saying, like, there needs to be, like, accounts of, oh, man, I saw this, but there also needs to be people, there needs to be some resistance to those. And they, mm. they the cryptozoologists are in the middle, kind of like a... They're deciphering all that neither, neither confirming or dismissing. Yep. So a cryptozoologist's job essentially is just to go, maybe, 
Yeah, I kind of read that as like you need to be open and to it. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Erratics. So, but but these are so erratics don't really count. The out of place alligator is what it says that turns up in an on spot, <laughs> undoubtedly through human agency, is not a zoological mystery. If someone discovers a new species of alligator that only lives in sewers, that is a different matter. Okay, I can understand that. But like seeing an alligator on a golf course, but like maybe you're a little bit farther away from water, that's not necessarily a cryptid. It's just right. why is there an alligator here? Yeah. Yeah. Who brought the alligator on the golf course? Yeah, well, that's like in the ocean. Sense. They're always finding new species all the time. But yeah. it's not unusual because they yeah. they live in the ocean. Yeah, exactly. Good okay. example what's going on in Florida right now, right? Overrun by huge pythons. Oh, wow. That are it, totally invasive. It. It's, is like, it from, it's, it's national news. Like, is that all human stuff? Well, because they basically said, okay, you guys go. They're, they opened up uh, basically that to hunting. Basically, go get all the pythons because they're taking over and some of them are massive jeebus creatures. so if you have a snake if you have snake spookies and you want to go get maybe you know wrapped up by a huge python go down to florida before go to florida before all the pythons get eradicated but yeah they're not native to the state and they're flourishing or i'd say if that's just one of your things if you want to go get wrapped up by a python head on down <laughs> head on florida head on down. you want to get wrapped up by a python <laughs> Come on down to Florida. Number four, this one just says bizarre humans. Example, zombies. Not a cryptid. But I think that's like, well, yeah, duh. They're well, they're zombies. zombies. They're zombies. That's they're, their own yeah. category. They're wombies. They're not yeah. creepos. Angels or demons. <laughs> the paranormal or supernatural is admitted only if it has an animal shape. A werewolf sighting, which might involve a real dog or wolf, or a mystery canid. Canid? Oh. Canid. Uh, I guess a dog. Canid. Um, a mystery pup-up. A mystery woofer. <laughs> mystery pup. Mystery so woofer. angels or demons, not cryptozoological. Yes, I understand. Yeah. And then number six, not cryptozoological, aliens. Arrived a long time ago and thus <laughs> classify as residents. Oh my gosh, I never read that oh, sentence. Oh, residents. Okay, so aliens are not crypt- cryptozoological, they're residents. Oh, okay. Ooh, sweet. Residents of the <laughs> galaxy of Earth. Now we know. Perfect. That's my, that's my contribution to this week. Now we know what cryptids are, different types of cryptids. Now we know what cryptids are not. They're not aliens. They're because aliens are residents. Uh, <laughs> I think just want to get that one in there. I think <laughs> it's safe to assume that probably one of the three of us is probably an alien. That's, Definitely not me. It's a joke I made up. Yeah, not me either. Brad. He doesn't want to talk about it. <laughs> Brad's Brad's eyes just rolled back in his head, and his second set of pu- pupae uh, came out. Well, um, guys, what? I'm back. What were you saying? It's me, Brad. <laughs> me brad human brad it's totally me i'm your brother it's me brother human bradley brand new brother-in-law it's me brad who functions and survives off water and essence (laughs) well that's all i have that's a good list yeah i learned things did you learn yeah lynn do you want to go yeah but we have we're playing music first really quick brad do you want to count us down from any number you want yes go ahead in five four three two what? Drop the bass. <laughs> <laughs> so my topic this week is well, it was not really spooky. It's not really scary. It's more weird. 
now, it's kind of spooky because you, of the topic it has to deal with. Do you need me to leave the room, or you want me here still? <laughs> if you can handle it, you okay. can stay in the room. I'm ready for it. Um, so I titled this one, because I title all my stuff in my notebooks, because I'm a total dork. Um, it's called The Unusual Deaths of the Rich and Famous. Oh, fun. <laughs> yeah. So these are all about like the funerals of rich people and how they did weird things at their funerals. Uh, Just things that are a little gotta odd. Gotta love some opulence. I'm ready for it. Uh, so I feel like we'll start That's it off one. with... Um, Tupac Shakur. Yes. So Tupac not, Shakur. Not dead though. Well, if oh. you're still out there, then please verify if this is true. That happened at your funeral or not? Yeah. If we got an email we from Tupac. Tupac. If we got an email from <laughs> from Tupac Shakur, I would be so thrilled. So yeah. Tupac Shakur, we all know he got shot outside yes. of a nightclub. Allegedly. Allegedly yep. shot outside of a nightclub. It was September seventh, nineteen ninety six. He died in the hospital six days later. What I did not know was that he was cremated and. As his wishes, he wanted, like, a tight group of friends that he hung out with yeah. to all sprinkle him in their joints and smoke oh, him. Oh, okay. So they did at his funeral, oh. which I thought was, like, okay, you know, I don't know if I would want to, you know, smoke my friend. But <laughs> <laughs> if that's the way he wanted to go, then... How nice. That's fine. What a, You have uh, to have some pretty understanding friends <laughs> yeah. to be like, well, we have to put little pieces of our friend's cremated body... Into little, our jazz cigarettes. Little like, pieces of pock. <laughs> little pieces of pock. And they smoked him. Well, I, if that's what he wanted, you know. I, I mean, I feel like he would be proud if yeah. he is dead. Yeah. Or if they he's alive. They could have just smoked, like, some random dude then. Yeah. Because if he's alive out there, then, like, they might have just gotten yeah. a body. If he's well, which alive. is a probably big sticking point with the whole controversy, you know, the whole is he alive, is he dead thing. Right? Yeah. Well, he's cremated. I mean, that could be any anything. Yeah. Anybody, be anybody in that container. That could be any person. <laughs> so, I wonder if he's alive boy, and he saw that his boy. friends actually did it. Be like, man, I was just kidding around. <laughs> it was a joke. They it was a really joke. They really did it. it. I quite literally, in my will, wrote, I wrote, an ad, there was an asterisk <laughs> next to next to my second demand at the bottom, at the asterisk, it said, psych joke 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 don't do it well what if they smoked him first and then they read that later and then they're like oh oh i mean we didn't do that yeah no one saw it never happened all right so my next one is william the conqueror william the conqueror Ah, he was known for leading the norman invasion england okay um but he died i think he died falling off a horseback or something so he was like a warrior but he like fell off his horse and classic horse death but the the thing that was crazy about his funeral was that they built him this elaborate casket Mm-hmm. And they went to go bury him, and when they put him inside the casket, he burped. he was kind of a bigger man. Okay, and he didn't quite fit. Oh, oh no, no, so no, 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 no! Instead no. of just trying to get him a new casket, can we guess what happens? Yeah, they strapped him up to wires and move like that would move his legs. <laughs> Post mortem, he started. He got into jogging. Post mortem. <laughs> And then they're like, good for you. And he was, okay, so cue, like, any sort of inspirational music. Cue workout montage. He's doing crunches. He's doing munches. He's doing lunges. And he's getting fit and ripped. And they put him in the casket. Now he can't fit too much too much muscle. No, he didn't fit. Oh, well, I thought that would be they the They tried case. to force him in there. Oh, oh no. something had to give. He he exploded, kind of. Oh, oh, yeah. What bummer. So what, when, like, yeah, this was a long time ago, right? So this is a long time. So I don't think they, like, did the whole, like, clean out your bowels and yeah, get this your, was in it's 1987, just like. right? 1066. <laughs> he oh, died in 1070, so or 1087. You probably weren't cooling. No. no. There's no cooling. So you think he was swelling and swelling and swelling? Yeah. yeah. No. Now. Yeah, he blew up. Brad 
You up. wait. You are still, or you were an EMT. Always. Always. Always will be. So is that what happens? Always was. What? If People you, blow up? I've never seen someone no, blow up. Not necessarily <laughs> blowed up. But, oh, bodies? But blowed up. Uh, like, yeah. Over large. time, yes. I mean, yeah. Well, they say that happens there's to whales. A lot of, oh, there's yeah. a lot of air and, uh, you know, chemical reactions going on. A lot of future I mean, a lot births. of things happen in, inside that body. Ugh. Yeah. I haven't seen it a lot. Like, no, okay. I'm not like... Yeah, and back no. in the day, I'm sure it was probably... Yeah. They didn't know. Yeah, what was the, yeah. the, the turnaround time? Well, I would assume it was an all-of-a-sudden death. So they're like, we got a rush job on this casket and a rush job back then and 10-whatever... 10, 10 something. I wonder how. 1066? 1066? He died in 1087. Oh, 1087. Mm-hmm. You said 1987. And then it was 1087. <laughs> close. Yeah. 900 years off. That's close. close. Well, in the whole span of time, what is even 900 years? <laughs> I really, I know. What the... It's just like a grain of sand. Tupac. <laughs> Tupac. <laughs> oh, well, so up. yeah. So. Smoked Tupac. <laughs> exploded our William King Conqueror. William the Conqueror got exploded. Um, Bruce Lee. Oh. He he had a regular funeral and Brad, all this stuff. But Brad loves Bruce Lee, He by the was way. Who filming. Yeah. When he died, Amazing he was filming person. The Game of Death. That yes. was the movie he was filming. Oh, that's In that that's... movie, did you know that when they shot, like, the funeral scenes in that movie? Have you ever seen or... that movie? Like, he, there's, like, a funeral. Like, the guy dies yeah. in the movie. That's actually Bruce Lee. Is this okay. real, is yes, this real yes. dead body? They used his well, real dead body, yeah. You don't... Do they show the dead body? I don't know. It says that they used it in footage. I think in the movie, it's just like you see, like, you see, like, uh, the chaos and all the cars and all the... Because the man craziness. fakes his death right. in the movie. Right. I've never seen the movie. But since Bruce Lee died and they needed stunt doubles to come in and do that, they tried to use as much Bruce Lee as they could. Oh, my gosh. So but, yeah. Because he had some kind of disease, right? It was like a celia, or I thought I wrote I it down. I'm I'm gonna Cerebral? sound like a horrible fan. Cerebral, I can't remember Cerebral Cerebral palsy, something with his brain. No, edema. Cerebral, Cerebral edema? edema. Okay, so it's swelling in his brain. Yeah, they said it was caused by medications that he was taking. Oh man. So yeah, it was, was pretty sudden. Pretty sudden then. When did the he die? Um, I didn't write that down. That's okay. I don't know exactly when he died. All right. But yeah, like how wacky. Like, that is pretty weird. I, like That's he so, probably didn't give consent with that. Uh, how could you? Because if you suddenly die, then you didn't give consent to be like, oh yeah, sure, you can put my dead body in this film. Or like right. for some reason, the 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 lawyer or whoever was on set was like, man, I just he just died, but he really but he really wanted us to use his body. He signed this piece of paper right as he was dying. It was his last wish. No, thank you. <laughs> he signed this release form. Yeah, really weird stuff. I mean. I don't think that would fly today. No way. About that. Absolutely not. Um, Genghis Khan kind of had a really awesome way of going. I did in a, report. a weird way. I did a report on Genghis Khan in fifth oh, yeah. grade. Do you know how, how he died, died then? Nope. Wow. <laughs> Good report. Thank you, guys. <laughs> well, he was a Mongol warlord. Yes. Yeah. Um, he crushed it, too. He died right? 1227. He crushed it. He was only 65. Oh. So he was kind of a young lad. But, but he was a Mongol. For that era. So. For that era. That's old. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Most people died when they were like 13. Probably not the best diet. Yeah. <laughs> no, he was savage. All oh, Captain Crunch. Yeah. But um, his funeral procession. <laughs> yeah. Um, they carried his body back to Mongolia because I don't think he died in Mongolia. I think he was fighting. Okay. And then they, a group of guys that were like his dudes. Yeah. Carried his, him back. His crew lit fam. And anybody along the way, <laughs> they slaughtered because they didn't want them to know that they were going to bury Genghis Khan. Wait, so they were like just walking, they were like walking home and, and they just saw anyone slaughtering people. Hey, how are yeah. you? Slice. Yeah, slaughtering yeah. people. 
Then when they got to the final resting place, which she couldn't find them for a long time, like it was a secret spot, when they finally got there, all of the guys that carried them all just killed each other. Because nobody was allowed to know where Genghis Khan was. Weird. Wow. Wait. And then they found him, like, I think, like, maybe almost a century later. But they actually did find his remains and knew that it was Genghis Khan. But oh nobody could gosh. find him. Because so, he wanted it so secret. Everyone who went to bury Genghis Khan, everyone who was it in... It was like a pact. They all killed each other. Yeah, it was like a weird pact cult thing. Like, oh my hey, when gosh. we get there, we all know that we're going to... Like, I wonder if you pick a buddy. Like, yeah. you're like, you do, no, you do me first, and then you do me. <laughs> okay, ready? We'll, we'll stab each other <laughs> okay, at the same time. time. Yeah. One, how, two, three. How do, you want me to, how do you want me to kill you? When you stab when you stab me, stab me quickly, <laughs> but also, like, <laughs> just give me, like, wink a little bit. Just give me a little wink. <laughs> just give me a small uh, wink, please. I want mine to be, like, pretty drawn out, you know, mm-hmm. like, super bloody. <laughs> just <kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, don't. I just think it's funny because I feel like morbidly everybody always says like jokingly or whatever like oh at my funeral make sure you play this song or at my funeral make sure you do this or like and it's a weird thing and i think it's weird that all these stories are just odd things hey do you guys promise at my funeral you all stab each other (laughs) to death (laughs) like how do you go about jammy shuffle yes yeah funeral real jammy shuffle do you guys promise at my funeral that you guys will toss yourself in a big pit full of rabid wolverines and just get eaten to death torn apart okay style yeah um andrew jackson andy that Andy Jack. The old hickory. <laughs> old hickory? I didn't know they called him old hickory. Was that That's because he wild. had... I don't know. I like I, I, I first went to False Teeth, but I don't think they'd be made out of hickory. He had really poor health. Oh. I think most I mean, he ended up humans. dying because he had bad health. Wasn't uh, he a really... He was like really good at baseball, and that was the name of his bat. Old yeah. hickory? Yeah. <laughs> the old hickory. Whoa, bar trivia. Ooh. I'm just kidding. That doesn't <laughs> I was just trying I to think it. of like some kind of clean way to make it funny because we can't swear. Yeah, Brad it's has so been informed for me. that we're not allowed to say a swear word and we because we need to be, we're trying to cast a wide net. Believe me, wow, gang, I love swears, but I don't do it on this podcast. Oh but gosh. man, oh, if I could swear, I'd have the ripest cusses. Okay. Oh, I'd whip out old hickory and I... just start hitting swears over the fences. Grand slam for cussing. All right. All right. So seventh president of the United States. He also fought in a lot of wars. He had a lot of bullet wounds that were never taken care of. That's tough. So secretly, like, yeah, yeah, like, secretly he had bullet wounds still in him, like, bullets in his body. Oh, my god! And they couldn't get him out. So when he would do, like, presidential stuff, they would cover it up and, like, pretend like he was fine. He'd wear one of those. he'd cough up blood all the time. (laughs) Sorry, I just, I I drank (laughs) Kool-Aid. It's something I just made up. Yeah. But But he would would wear those talking head suits, those gigantic David Byrne (laughs) suits to, like, cover up all of his braces and casts and stuff. But, um, I'm the president. So he had bad health, and he obviously ended up dying about that, like that. He died June 8th, 1845. But at his funeral, they were, before they were giving a sermon, he had a lot of pet parrots. And one oh, of them what? went a little AWOL yeah. and started, like, letting loose before the sermon. Like, everybody's sad. Everybody's sitting there. And the parrot got so excited that he started cussing and swearing. The parrot? And, like, being, like, irate. Oh so my they had to gosh. go, like, remove the parrot from the funeral. And everybody just, like, sat there, like, okay, here we go. <laughs> and start with the sermon. But I thought it was kind of funny that he had just a crazy, mad parrot. That is funny. That, that just is. Like, it's comical. 
do you probably think, wasn't at the time. Well, do you think Andrew Jackson's spirit went into the parrot body? <laughs> he was mad. And he was, uh, he, was, he was still trying to, like, talk about a lot of policies that he wanted people to pass and all that stuff. Maybe not. Maybe. But instead he was going cuss, cuss, cuss. He was cuss, going cuss, cuss, cuss. Cuss, 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 cuss. cuss, 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 cuss. <laughs> I got all these bullets in me. Swearing, swearing. <laughs> Somebody I thought take you out. were going to say the parrot started like going for the bullet wounds I know, or yeah. Like, I was like, out the bullets. <laughs> I can resurrect him. eating him. <laughs> um, my last one is the Red Baron. Oh, so, like from, oh, that's from smooth from sob peanuts from the peanuts cartoon. <laughs> no, he was he is supposedly is the best known fighter pilot of all time. Yeah, so Snoopy. good, Joe Cool. Snoopy. His name was Manfred von Richthofen. I'm bad. Lindsay Wait, German, and please let it be known that Lindsay is German. <laughs> that might be like Richthofen or something. Here, let me see. or something. I took German. Let's see. Marcus von Rattlecran. <laughs> yeah, you Rattlecran. nailed it. Super German. Um, so, are you not German? I'm not German. Yeah. See, <laughs> it's hard to tell cow. through my accent. Yeah, I'm what? bad with languages. But he was for the German army and the air service during World War One. But when they were battling, mm-hmm. he got shot while flying his plane. And he was shot through the heart and the lung. And you're to blame. You and give love. <laughs> He a still managed to successfully <laughs> land his plane. Oh my of course gosh! He's, he's a Red Baron. He's at Rattlecan. And then he died moments after he landed it. But perfect landing, landed his plane. The Allies were so impressed that they actually gave him this like elaborate funeral and like gave him all these medals for like postmortem. Wow, you're a really great pilot. Oh my gosh! <laughs> like even though they were battling each other, like I picture him. St- I picture him landing the plane, stepping out, putting on a different pair of like land sunglasses. Lighting up a German cigarette and then just slowly laying down. <laughs> yeah, through the heart and the very, lungs. Very, I'll feed yeah. the same. He threw up his peace sign and then just said, see you later. <laughs> like, how do you function with that? That's I don't know how you function crazy. with that. That's sweet. So his was a little bit more admirable than, like, Tupac. Like, just smoke me, dude. Yeah, seriously. When you're done. Like, just do it. But that's my topic. Thanks, Lindsay nice. Marie. <laughs> okay, so Brad, Bradley Joseph Stewart... Uh, is going to talk about one of his own spooky stories. Life experiences. Life experiences. Yeah, life spook. So I was, um, I work as a firefighter, and so I have to spend, like, basically, the easy way to say it is every third night I'll be sleeping in a fire station. And um, so I was at work one night, and I was extremely exhausted, uh, went to bed, and I'm in full-blown sleep mode, some people just call it sleep. Yeah, full-blown sleep. <laughs> However, and I didn't really know what was happening at the time, but I, I felt like in, you know, there was like a, I was hallucinating basically that we were getting a call, that the tones were going off and that I needed to get up and move to the engine and go respond, right? Sure, sure. However, could not. My body was completely frozen to the, um, to the mattress. And you weren't getting a real siren. No, you, what, there was thought. not. There was not an actual call. Um, had there been, it probably would have aroused me enough to actually wake up. Hence the beauty of you know the 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 lights and the tones going off. It actually does wake you up. Sure. So at this point, I'm I'm thinking I'm hallucinating that those tones are going off and that there's someone standing at the door, barely cracked, and they're saying, "Hey, get up! We got a call." And in, it's me, John Lithgow. Yeah, it's me, John Lithgow. <laughs> amazing, 
amazing children's artist and actor. <laughs> anyway, um, and so in my mind, I'm thinking, well, come over here and like nudge me. Like I need you to push me so my body can wake up so I can become unfrozen. Yeah. So I'm sitting there. Oh, so that's the key to becoming unfrozen is getting nudged by somebody in your hallucination. I do not know. I mean, maybe. Seemed to make the most sense to you at the time, yeah. I guess. Yeah. At the time, I'm thinking, okay, there's a person at the door. Can they see that I'm just like out of it, right? Yeah. And uh, so anyway, all of that's being hallucinated. I'm frozen. And this goes on for probably, if I could estimate it, I mean, it felt like an eternity, but I'd say 30, 45 seconds or so. That's a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, ah, uh, and I'm, I'm now I'm starting to realize, okay, I think I'm awake in my head. But I, my body is asleep and I can't control it. I That's could not. Weird. It was, it was very, it was paralysis. It was literally paralysis where I was awake in my head. My body was completely asleep and frozen to the mattress. And I just remember the way I was breathing. I was, it was like a kind of almost like a snore breathe. It was like a kind yeah. of thing. And that was all I could really hear audibly. And then after that, finally, like things released, I was able to wake up fully mm-hmm. I sat up and I realized, okay, there's not a call. Obviously, everything was still quiet. The lights were still off. No one was at my door. Yeah. Um, I was able to, yeah, I sat up. I took some deep breaths and then I laid back down and I think I fell asleep like actually pretty soon afterwards. (laughs) But I thought that I'd had a stroke or something. You know, I was like, I woke up in the morning and I was like, I think I had a mini stroke or, and people were like, what? And like, I kept telling people the story and everyone was like, that's really weird, dude. I don't know what's going on, you know, with you. And I'm like, I don't know what happened, but this is what happened last night. And people were kind of like, wait, you were hallucinating? And I was like, yes. And no one really believed me. And then I talked to Janet on the phone and she was just like, that sounds like sleep paralysis. And so I looked it up and it was to the T. Wow. Yeah. It usually happens when you're super tired. I was super tired. Usually happens when you fall asleep on your stomach. No, on your back i believe it's more common i was on my back uh-huh. uh, with my head turned to the side i'm a stomach sleeper mm-hmm. so i don't know it's just a lot of the symptoms like just played out perfectly and i was just like well that happened so it happened to me once it was crazy if it happens to you you'll know uh, <laughs> just just yeah calm down ride it out you'll be fine you'll just, be fine just give you'll in to the yeah. warm to the warm yeah. dulcet tones yeah. of john lithgow if it happens to you more than once you should probably go get some help because you probably have some sleep issues. Cause Take it from my brother. Yeah. He's actually allowed to say it because he's a firefighter in EMT. <laughs> yeah. He's allowed to say it. Yeah. We we are not allowed to give real health advice yeah. nor protection or yeah. safety advice, but Bradley is allowed. Yeah. Is there any other quick safety tips just in general? Safety tips? Specifically oh, related. Tip. Specifically, Love that safety. Specifically <laughs> related to ghosts in your house? Uh, ghost safety tips. Keep your ghost kit updated, I mean, at all times. <laughs> you know, you got to rotate your rations. Yeah. Keep yeah. Keep your ghost kit on the ready. <laughs> um, no, that's that's my spooky. Nice, Brad. Yeah. Sleep paralysis. Do you want to end in a would you rather? Yes. Yeah. I'll make it quick. That's fine. You can okay. make it medium quick. You can okay. make it long. There's two stories. Okay. I'll read both of them to you, and you tell me which one you'd rather do. Okay. Ready. So okay, you have to stay at either one of these places. Okay. For a night by yourself. <sighs> by ourselves. By yourself. Okay. So there's the Bell Witch Farm, and that's in Adams, oh, Tennessee. Yeah, I've heard about the Bell Witch. Yeah, the Bell Witch is a woman named Kate Bates. Mm-hmm. Um, she was a neighbor to John Bell. Okay. John Bell cheated her out of some land. She was really, really angry. On her deathbed, this is the 19th century, Okay. she swore 
and told everybody that was around her on her deathbed that she would haunt him forever. And it's been the Bell family ever since they've been there or even moved out. Anybody related to John Bell has gotten physical attacks, has heard noises, footsteps, chains, moving, like... And they also experience odd-looking animals because a lot of them had farms. Maybe cryptids. They would see maybe cryptids mm-hmm. on Weird. their farms. Mm-hmm. So either you have to stay in the original John Bell house yeah. for a night, and you got the Bell Witch, basically. Yeah. You there got was, Kate Bates. They've, they've done, on both Ghost Hunters and Ghost Adventures, they've both done what investigations in the Bell Witch caves. And they're pretty weird. They're wacky. They're, pardon my French, wackadoodle. Yeah, because she supposedly just lurks that whole land. Like, the woods, the house, the everything. She's all over the place. She's, she's just busy. Hunts. She's busy. She's focused. She's yeah. busy. She's ripped and gripped. She's yeah. wrecking <laughs> <She's> it. <laughs> okay, or there's the House of Death. In New York City. Oh, that sounds okay. That's just like a it's theme appealing. restaurant. Right it's off the, the bat. It's the brownstone. It's kind of close to where Lennon was shot. Like, you oh. can see it from Central Park. That's I was going to say right right around Central Park. Mm-hmm. It's off Fifth Avenue. It's reported to be terrorized by 22 ghosts. That's the fine. most famous is Mark lot. Twain. What? And the most heartbreaking one is a six-year-old girl that was beaten by her father. Oh, that's sad. No, I don't so it's really sad. sad. Sad house. But things seen are a little girl... And visions of a lady with a white dress and walks around with a gray cat. Yeah. So you got cat lady, little girl, and maybe Mark Twain. Yeah. Or you got Bell Witch where, like, you can't run anywhere on that property because she's going to find you. She going to get you. She going to get you. And she's going to scare you. Going with my gut right now, I would do Bell Witch 100 million percent. because yeah. Because I don't like spooky haunted kids. I think it's very creepy. Yeah, but the thing about it, though, this is what got me, was Bell Witch, she wants to terrorize and haunt you. These at the death house, they just, they're just they just around. There's no reported, like, touching or... They're just visions. But you said it's mostly, it's the Bell family. I mean, we're not Bell family. Yeah. I got that Bell Hall pass. I'm a That's reed. True. It just sounds like a creepy place if you're in the Bell family. I agree. Yeah, I would steer <laughs> yeah. clear of there. Just don't mess with John Bell, because apparently he's butthole. Yeah. I would stay. I would stay at the Bell witch house or around around where the bell witch is because also if you're going to gain some like cool stuff or like some creepy experiences i'd want it to be that if i could see a cool like half animal half human i'm going bell witch too I yeah mean, yeah bell oh witch. i was i will i think i was there early yeah what about you early on i think i would do the new york city because a, I get to go to New York City, <laughs> Jack and I don't want to go to Adams, Tennessee, in Just the middle like of the haunted woods by myself. Sex in the City, Miranda, Miranda, is that one of the names? And two, think about New York City, you're surrounded by more people, so if you get in a situation where you need help, where you're like, you got a city. Man, 22 ghosts. 22 ghosts. <laughs> That's a lot of ghosts. That if, really is a lot of ghosts. What if you walk in and you see the best visual sighting ever and you walk in and you literally see 22 ghosts all standing in a row. Hey, Lindsay. And they all say, hi, Lindsay. Sorry for sorry for what's about to happen. In unison. Sweet visit. What a nice visit you'll have, psych. So yeah, there's more ghosts, but I just think about a creepy, angry lady that got cheated out of her land back in the 19th century. And she yeah. is scary to me. Yeah, no And kidding. there's nowhere to run. Like, you're probably in a farm in the middle of nowhere. Then there's tons of places to run. In New York. Well, there, but in New York City, there's also... Just don't run into the caves. 
Well, in New York City, you might run out of there asking for help, and then you might just get mugged. <laughs> or you can run. Your or you can run out and maybe run find a papaya dog and get a papaya milkshake and a hot dog. Aww, I love papaya. You guys don't papaya. papaya. Have you guys done papaya dogs? Our little nephew likes to say papaya, papaya, which is very cute. It's very cute. He also calls milk moots. <laughs> and he had some chocolate milk, and he called it Cookie Moots. Cookie Moots. So please spread the word. You can use Cookie Moots now in your everyday life. And if you have a haunted story or you want to elaborate on any of the stories that we told today, you can email at us at SpookySpousesCast at gmail.com. Or if you'd like to continue any of the conversations, you can tweet about the show using the Spooky Spouses hashtag. We also exist electronically on Twitter as spooky underscore spouses we're also on instagram at the same name spooky underscore spouses also if you just want to send a picture to our brother brad uh (laughs) of uh john lithgow you can do that too brad is on instagram at b stews b s t e w z send send him pictures of john lithgow uh holding your he loves john lithgow john lithgow is I think he's pretty talented dude. He's a good dude. I remember in in the in the movie um, what Orange County is that the one with Colin Hanks and Jack Black and I think so. The one John Lithgow is in that movie. Uh, he's just funny in it. Okay. All right. Anyways, <laughs> well, I think that'll do it for us. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out, Brad. Thanks for being here. Yeah, that was super fun. Thanks have- for. And next week, we're really excited. We are going to be doing our first smudging session. Our first smudging session with a very special guest. We're doing two guest shows back to back because 2017 is almost over. So we're getting a little rowdy, I guess, (laughs) as rowdy as we can get. Because we're all right now, we're all wearing blankets. So we're (laughs) really not all that rowdy. We're just cold. (laughs) Well, thanks for sticking around, everyone. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Also, boo. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, absolutely. Great, 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 great. Go ahead, Lens. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Levels, levels. Level your mouth. Level your mouth. <laughs> ha ha ha. Very funny joke. <laughs>